0: It's just you and me, my friend. It's just you and me. No intro, no music. Me and you talking through the microphone. I have a lot to talk about and I tried talking about some of these topics on Instagram. I feel like everybody's low-level patients on Instagram and you guys are the ones who are listening to me. (laughs) communicating with me told. We're going to talk about some fun topics today. So let's roll into it, but I want to run through so then you can kind of think, you can kind of know what is to come because we're going to talk about, um, I've gotten questions about my hair extensions. I'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about tanning beds. We're going to talk about social media. We're going to talk about overwhelm. We're going to talk about bathing suits. We're going to talk about my fitness routine and three two, one method and how is that going and, and a few other things. So I've gotten a lot of questions about my hair extensions and when I posted about my hair extensions there were a lot of people that were also like, hope you like them, they drove me absolutely crazy, I hated them, they were so high maintenance and whatnot and while I have only had my hair extensions for almost two weeks at the time of this recording and I think I am just the type of person that that's dedicated enough and obsessed enough and likes doing their hair so i feel like i am just the type of person who is a good candidate for hair extensions i really do because mine are the so i got asked what kind of extensions they are the invisible bead hand laced extensions laura bright in fargo north dakota did my extensions and I have liked them so far. Um, Do they hurt or are they annoying? Not at all. You know, how I describe them is like, I feel that they're there on my head, but it's kind of just like um, the feeling, but not the irritation. So you know when you're like wearing a headband and you just like feel the impression, not talking a headband that's like way too tight and like pushing into your scalp and giving you a headache but like a headband that's just really nicely fit that's what it feels like and I've loved how I can just like curl them once and brush through them maybe touch up my curls if I feel like I need to and they've been working well for me. I have been very hyper Obsessed about looking at the products that I have because with this kind, she said, Don't use hair products that have protein in it. Well, because of my COVID hair loss and wanting to really focus on hair growth, pretty much all my hair products had protein in them. So I had to go rebuy a bunch of hair products, and the extensions alone are expensive. The install, and then I did have her do some highlights obviously to like make sure the extensions were blending and like looking really good with my actual hair and then new hair products like it is a hefty investment it is a hefty investment and there was some like when I found out the price of the hair and then the installation and all of that I had to let my central nervous system sit with it for a hot minute but it's been something I've wanted to do since I really lost a lot of my hair, even since, you know, I chopped my hair off in 2020. So I think I'm just that type of um, candidate that's good for hair extensions. I don't know, but it is an investment. I justify it in my brain of like, I don't have a car payment, I don't have student loan payments, I don't rack up debt. I am a mild shopper like I'm gonna I go through I go through spurts of shopping which leads me into the next thing was there anything else about the extensions uh, the cost if you want to know the cost I can straight up tell you just shoot me a DM on Instagram but today I dropped I kind of so I start from blah, 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 start from the beginning I started the week off feeling really overwhelmed because the prior weeks we had snowstorms and multiple projects that I was working on for various entrepreneurs and it was just, it was a little overwhelming where I was like, okay, it seems like we're going to have a normal week with no snowstorms, fingers crossed, kids don't get sick or the stomach bug or anything like that. And I was just feeling overwhelmed with like needing to catch up and the things that I wanted to get done and some of the things to get done around the house. I started the week off feeling very overwhelmed when I did my Sunday routine last week and I decided I'm just going to delete social media. So I deleted Instagram and TikTok off of my phone on monday morning i was just like i know this sucks up so much of my time energy and creativity i just deleted them and i added them back onto my phone today which is friday so added them back on friday morning and i'm so glad i did because i got those projects done like monday tuesday wednesday i had some really hefty work days and then my husband and I met up for lunch Thursday. I spent the day in the big city of Fargo doing errands. and Oh, which leads me to another thing. I got my wedding bands resized. So glad I did that. I'll come back to that subject. But I ended my week feeling so accomplished and You know, the second I added social media back onto my phone again, I did get that feeling a little bit of like, there's so much noise and there's so much chaos. Whereas when it was off of my phone, I felt so content and peaceful. I think for me, it's just that overconsumption. And that's why I deleted it off of my phone because I knew I needed it needed this week to be a creative week. I needed to create more than I consumed. So I just had to delete it and I'm glad I did. I have a podcast episode about being on your phone less. I can link that in the show notes. That's a really good episode. I stand by everything I talk about in there and I think it's a healthy thing to do to just delete it for a while. You don't have to make a big deal about it and recenter yourself in that way. But So I picked up my wedding bands. My wedding ring when we got married was a size three and a half, and it's been a size three and a half for, we've been married for almost eight years now. And I I always kind of felt like it was tight then, but then obviously with pregnancy and weight gain and various things, I couldn't, like I would try to wear my wedding rings and after an hour, I would have to take them off. And then it got to the point where I have this gold band on my hand that my grandma gave me. It was my something old and something borrowed on my wedding day. It was her mother's wedding ring. I know you guys, I know we need to get grandma on the podcast, right? But my grandma's mother passed away when my grandma was six years old. So my grandma was raised by her older siblings and her dad um, because her mom passed away when she was six years old. I have my grandmother's, so my great grandma's ring and I would just wear that on my left hand as like my wedding band. And I love this. I love having this gold band on. I moved it over to my right hand now, which is where I wore it the day we got married. And my grandma gave it to me after our wedding day. And I am such a sentimental person. <laughs> like there is a hutch in my kitchen. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that you you see it. Um, some cabinets have glass. And that's because I knew I was going to be getting some of my grandma's china set And I wanted to display it. It's very delicate. It's very beautiful. And I built that cabinet with glass so that I could put that china in there. And I don't have the full set yet because obviously my grandma still has a lot of the pieces, but she did give me um, a handful of the pieces already to display in there. But I am so glad I got my wedding rings back. They sized them up to a four and a half And I just was always telling myself, like, when I lose the weight, I'm going to lose this weight, then my rings are going to fit. And that should be like a motivational goal is to lose the weight to get the rings to fit again. And then I just, you know, I've been on this, this self, (laughs) the self-declared journey of letting go of even knowing what I weigh and just fully going by my feeling. So I don't even know what I weigh. I don't know if I've continued to drop weight or if I've stayed the same over this year, but I'm feeling really great. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get the rings to fit right now, right? So that leads to talking about being off social media. And I talked about overwhelm. And I think that's a really good thing is like when you are feeling overwhelmed, immediately look at like, What are the things that you are doing that you can eliminate and that are taking a lot from you? And when I asked myself that two two part question, it was like social media. It was hands down. And it wasn't like, I'm going to go on this. I see people do this all the time, all the time where it's like, I'm going to go off social media for a month. I'm going to, and they just declare this big long break on social media and then they come back to social media and they have no boundaries they have no balance with it and that's why i think like i do have a really healthy relationship with social media i also know i have enough awareness to be like yep i've been on it way too much like break the habits break the chains come back on i have some Principles in place that I follow, like my no phone zone. I can definitely get better at not just opening social media during my work day. Sometimes I open it thinking, oh, this is going to be like a brain break for work. But because there's so much you consume when you're rolling through social media, it's like that's only exhausting my brain more. That's not resting my brain. Silly me. So, um, I do have the apps back on, but you guys are where it's at. You guys are where I love to just show up, be me, hear from you. You guys, a lot of you still talk to me through the Instagram DMs, and I love that, but it would be really cool to have like comments on (laughs) podcast episodes so you guys could comment under a podcast. Hello, Apple. Can somebody get on that? That'd be great. Anyways, um, that leads into me talking about my personal health and fitness journey. If you guys listen to my podcast episode titled My Personal Wellness Plan for 2023, I uploaded it sometime in January. I talked about structuring my workouts in the 3 to one method, three strength training workouts a week, two bar or Pilates styles workouts in a week, and then the one stand f- stood for one walk a day. And I have been trying to walk at least one time a day, even if it's for 10 minutes or sometimes it's even longer. If I've been sitting a lot at my desk, it's like usually a post-lunch walk or if I have some type of like sweet treat in the afternoon, admittedly, that's kind of been a weakness of mine. I'll go do like a little post-snack walk, even if it's short. I've been trying to do one walk away, a walk one walk a day, but I would say I've been sticking to the three, two, one method pretty well. But I probably only do one bar or Pilates workout, and then I've been doing like a flexibility or a mobility or a phase friendly workout of some sort. So if I'm in follicular and ovulation, it's usually three strength training workouts, a cardio workout usually a spin class of some sort with Cody Rigsby on Peloton. <laughs> and then um, to then like probably a in a bar, like I, pellicular and ovulation, I use that, right? I use that energy. And then for example, this week has been late luteal. So I have gotten a walk in every single day. Some have been very slow. Some have been shorter. Some have been slow and long. It just really kind of depends on what time of day it is, what I've got to get done through whatever, whatever. But I've done two strength training workouts and a Pilates. So I'm not working out that hard every week. I'm still in alignment with my cycle, but my general structure is that three, two, one method. Um... (laughs) I was listening to Shalene Johnson's podcast and I love her Friday episodes. You know, her Friday episodes really did inspire these type of episodes for me to do on here with you. I just love hearing her chat about all things and being rambly, kind of giving life updates, which I don't do that much. We kind of still do topics or things or whatnot, random stuff, but she was talking about how she was ordering bathing suits off of, and I don't even want to say it out loud, but Shein. I don't want to support that website. I've heard really bad things. I've seen the, the theories. I don't even want to say conspiracy theories because they they very, very likely be true. But Shaleen was talking about being obsessed with one-piece bathing suits. I'm obsessed with one-piece bathing suits. I usually get mine at Walmart, but... I decided to try out Shein. I did. I decided to try out Shein and I got a ton of bathing suits. I got a couple cover-ups. I got a pair of shorts. And you know what? I'm excited for summer. I'm excited for summer. I love one-piece bathing suits. When we go on the boat, I'm very much always in a one-piece bathing suit and shorts, whether it's athletic shorts or denim shorts. Some type of linen short kind of just depends on what kind of bathing suit I'm wearing. I got some fun and different ones. Some of the reviews from the Shein ones are that they are very cheeky. So, you know, I do like my booty, but don't necessarily want my friends and their kids feeling uncomfortable because my booty's hanging out. (laughs) So, hopefully, at least a few of them are on the conservative side. But, you know, when it's like, my kids and my mom and my husband and me, like, I don't know, maybe I'll really like them. Maybe I'll convince my husband to take me on some type of tropical vacation that I can wear them to and just have my bum out. And that'll be fine (laughs) when it's just the two of us. We have no desire to travel right now. Like I'm starting to get to the, the desire to want to create a travel experience with my husband and our kids, like going on some sort of family trip. But my husband started a new job in 2021 and he likes accruing PTO. I don't understand PTO accruing accruement or whatever it is, but he was like, for the last two years, he's been like, I just want to accrue PTO. And I'm like, okay. And now it's like, okay, you've been at this job for now. Is it almost three years? Is it two years, three years? I don't even know. Great place. Fantastic. We love his job so much. But his boss needs to tell him the only way he's gonna go on vacation is to is if his boss tells him to go on vacation. And that is something that I could conspire with his boss. I could totally conspire with his boss and be like, you need to send Sean on a mandatory vacation. And she and she would probably do that, because they're awesome there. And all of his coworkers would probably be like, yeah, about time this guy gets out of the office. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. Don't any there's me talking about nothing that I know. Um and so okay. Back to the creativity side of things. I had a lot going on. I believe between my podcasts, my public one, my private one, and then my clients, I podcast produced three, I'm adding in my head, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight podcast episodes this week. (laughs) It was wild, but it was awesome. Like I love, I do love speaking on my own podcast, but it is really fun working with other entrepreneurs that have amazing voices and what they are sharing and the episodes that they're having, um, I'll give a shout out to the people that I produce podcasts for. So I podcast produce for Lauren Francois. Her podcast is the Wealthy Woman Podcast. She, so Lauren and I have been friends for a really, really, really long time. We met each other through network marketing, and then I started a podcast. She had her podcast was formerly the Mom Hacks Podcast, and I. Worked with her when she was rebranding into the Wealthy Woman podcast. I have published and edited her show since January. I also work with my good friend, Andrea Crowder. Her podcast is The Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. That podcast has been, I mean, every every episode is so impactful and so powerful. Um... It is just absolutely incredible and Andrea is such a boss. She's absolutely amazing. Everything that she does, everything that she says is just so so amazing that it's it's truly an honor. And then my other client is Brittany Highbower and her podcast is the her dot unlocked podcast. Brittany is new to podcasting. I helped her launch her get her podcast set up launch her podcast i do the editing of her podcast and it's really cool to even see how starting with the set point of a new podcast but then paired with you know the back end things that i do with seo and production and making sure that the sound quality is really good her everybody's numbers including my podcast my living in sync podcast my feminine edge collective podcast and then these gals that i'm working with all of them have just seen like skyrocketing numbers of their shows growing and it is so cool it's absolutely amazing so i will link all of their podcasts for you in the show notes as well i'll check them all out they're absolutely amazing. And that kind of leads to the, this kind of a shout out to the ladies or shout out to the ladies who are in the Feminine Edge Collective. So I uploaded March's masterclass. We were talking about rhythms and routines. And then also I uploaded a podcast about the Mediterranean diet, So the Mediterranean diet, I talk more in depth on that private podcast episode. The only way you get access to that private podcast is if you are a member of the Feminine Edge Collective, and um, the Mediterranean diet was deemed the best overall diet for the sixth year in a row. And I remember hearing about the Mediterranean diet when I was in dietetic school, kind of just was one of those things that we briefly learned about and then when I was studying for my nutrition class it was like it stood out to me I had to learn and I knew about all these other different diet protocols and it stood out to me and I have talked about on that specific episode how I have started implementing the Mediterranean diet myself how I'm using my thirds method to Transitioning into the Mediterranean diet being a lifestyle way of eating for me. So it's a really great episode. It up, uploaded yesterday. So if you haven't seen it on there yet, with that podcast feed, you have to click it and refresh it for the new classes to pop up. And then there was one other thing that I was going to bring up, not about the Feminine Edge Collective. Is it going to come back to me before I wrap up? this i don't know i don't think so <laughs> oh to... i've gotten a lot of great feedback from Tuesday's episode so Tuesday's episode was simple meals that are face friendly and eating face friendly meals in a simple way i have gotten such great feedback on that episode you guys loved that it was only this <laughs> is very very short you guys loved that it was very tangible and takeaway, a lot of you guys are asking for my specific recipes, and honestly, when I am cooking, it's chaos. It's between five fifteen and five forty five. The kids are getting like home and stuff. I'm trying to get dinner ready for when my husband walks in the door because he's hungry. We like eating dinner more on the early side of things, so I'm really just like throwing in what we have. I'm not a huge measurer. I had my mom and grandma came over on. Sunday this last week and I was making um like my fake Big Macs and my grandma was like you are such a great cook you like to cook con I I do and especially when the kids are getting older it is something where I would love to even learn like how to be a better cook because I'm still very basic I probably like You could call my cooking method halfway homemade where I'm taking some like pre-made shortcut things and mixing it with some fresh things and making it into a meal. I actually heard that phrase coined on the Simplified Life podcast where there was an episode specifically on Aldi and I am a big Aldi fan as you guys know and she called her cooking method halfway homemade and I was like, (laughs) same, same. Earl, same. And so a lot of you guys really liked Tuesday's episode. So I hear you on that. I got your feedback. But also, this is why you should come into the Feminine Edge Collective because I want to put more of that type of content into specifically the Feminine Edge Collective. So I threw out there about the Mediterranean diet to them this week. I'm waiting to kind of hear how the group is collectively responding to this. And we may just go on a roll with some Mediterranean diet stuff. So if you're interested in that, um, as always, come ask me questions on Instagram. You know, you listen to me here, but come talk and chat with me. If you guys could do me a favor. I mean, we're besties. You're still listening to me here right now. You're my ride or die. And I love you for that. Could you please please, 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 please leave a rating and review for the show. You find the show. So you click on where it says living in sync with your cycle. You click to the show, scroll down and you'll see stars. When you see those stars, you can tap the five stars. But what would be like extra appreciated for me is if you wrote a review and you can write anything that you want to. You can make it short and sweet. You can Say anything that you want to. It would be helpful for me if you shared what your favorite episode um, themes were or episode topics were, because when I see that in the reviews, I'm like, well, duh, I'm going to make more of what you want, right? Please, 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 leave me a review. I believe the most recent review says that I'm a good podcast, but I'm a little Bible-y. <laughs> and you know what? That's not a bad review. You're honest you're honest, and that is a part of me that I am proud of. I'm not saying go leave a new review because I'm ashamed of being a little bible at times, but I would love to see an influx of new reviews. I know I can trust you guys to go and do that for me. Love and appreciate you so much. I hope you have an amazing weekend, and I will talk to you next time.